Blog Talk Radio. everyone. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell. Welcome to Beauty Talk for today, October 5th. We're excited about tonight's show. We finally got Rennie here on the air with us. But before we speak with Rennie, I just want to remind everyone that the call-in number tonight is 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. If you have a question or comment, please call that number and press the option to speak to the host. Um, I see there are some people already out there wanting to speak with the host, but first let us get started with the conversation, and we're going to start off first with my sister Denise Kathy. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Beauty News. Um, I won't keep you long. This is going to be really quick because I'm really excited about the conversation tonight. Um, I just wanted to let you all know about an education opportunity being offered by none other than the makeup master herself, uh, Ms. Donna Mee, uh, Donna offering her class Mastering the Canvas Workshop. It's a 10-day workshop uh, being offered October 20th through November 4th of this year. Uh, for more information you can, or to enroll, you can contact Donna at meeinkinfo at gmail.com, and that's spelled M-E-E-I-N-C, info at gmail.com, or you can call her number at 714-438-438. 2437. And to see more of Donna's brand new workshops, you can visit her website at meinc.com. And just a little bit about um, this uh, Mastering the Canvas workshop, a few things that you'll learn in this class. You'll learn the science of skin, skin care as it applies to a makeup artist, um, skin analysis, recommending products for results, um, skin care myths, acne troubleshooting, proper skin prep techniques, quick fixes for bad skin, anti-aging strategies, correction skin care that works, um, skin primers and usage, advanced concealing techniques, color theory concealing, uh, band-aid theory concealing, foundation coverage selection, um, color selection and color matching, foundation troubleshooting, loose powder and pressed powder application, and there's uh, more to that long list, but also... Students in the class will also learn multiple advanced application techniques for concealing uh, through what is known as color theory and band-aid theory. Discover how to select each client's uh, best formula, color choice, and skills for undetectable application of concealer. Learn the um, secrets of superior concealing for under-eye areas, redness, blemishes, and hyperpigmentation. And again, you can um, enroll and get more information on that class 
by emailing uh, meinkinfo at gmail.com or calling 714-438-2437. Look out for the launch of the brand-new Illusions Cosmetics website, which will be launching uh, by Wednesday of this week, which is illusionsbeauty.com. And also, if you are following our tweet chat tonight, be sure to use the hashtag Beauty Lounge. It's hashtag Beauty Lounge. All right. Thank you very much. And then one more thing for the callers. Um, For those of you who would like to ask a question or make a comment, please make sure that your background is quiet. Uh, Make sure you're in a quiet place um, so that we all can hear you and um, it won't disturb what we have going on. All right. So I'm again. I'm excited about tonight's show, and we have Rennie Jasper. Hey, Rennie, how are you? Hi there. How are you? We're, uh, we are wonderful. We're excited to have you on tonight. Thank you very much. Wow. Thank you for having um, me. I'm excited and humbled that you even asked me to be on. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're going to jump right into the conversation because when I tell you that this phone line is lit up. This phone is up. Well, I'm excited. We're going to jump into the conversation, get it going, so that way we can get some um, questions and comments in as well tonight. But ask for all of you who are on the phone okay. line to be patient uh, with us. We're going to get to you, and I'm going to take you into order that I see here. Um, so first, I just want you to talk to us a little bit about who you are how you got started in makeup, how did it all start, where you're from. Give us a little bit of information about who Rennie is. Okay, well, I'm Rennie. I um I started out in makeup in 2007. I was actually a shampoo assistant for um, about 13 years. And in 2013, I'll say March of 2013, so about a year and six months ago, I decided to step out on faith and become a full-time makeup artist. Um, And I never looked back. Um, I'm from the Maryland uh, area, the DMV, (laughs) D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Um, And that's where I grew up. Um, That's about it. (laughs) So where, where did this desire to do makeup come? Okay, so um, I was I was a shampoo assistant. I worked for an amazing hairstylist. Her name was Evie Johnson, and she would uh, give me the opportunities and take me on different photo shoots with her. And one day we were doing a photo shoot for Sophisticated Black Hair Magazine. And while I was there, I saw Derek Rutledge working. He's now doing Oprah. Um, mm-hmm. But then he was still doing you know, the salon um, magazine photo shoots. I saw him working. I said, wow, that looks like that's where the fun is. Not to mention, I wasn't all that great as a hairstylist. I was better (laughs) off being an assistant. So I said, you know what? I need to give this thing a try. So I I tried it out, and I I went out. I got so much makeup. I went and got Sam Fine's book, and I Mm -hmm. practiced, practiced, practiced. I would watch music videos. I would pick up um, Essence magazine and different magazines, and I would try to copy and and, and, and imitate the looks that I saw, and um, I just practiced until one day I actually became good at it. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you? What do you feel like are good ways to get practice for makeup artists who are just starting out? 
what are some good ways for makeup artists to get practice? You know, a good way to practice is, A, you could practice on yourself, but, B, you could grab your sister, mother, boyfriend, cousin, aunt, uncle, girlfriend, anybody that's willing to let you practice on them. Um, I, I used to go around the salon and ask the women if I could do their makeup for free time or especially mm-hmm. on the weekends, like Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. I would, um, after I would finish my work, I would stay later and do the women's faces for free. That way I would, I would have a chance to practice and get to know how to work with different skin textures and different colors and whatnot. Um, just, it, it's no way better to learn to do that and do it, but also, you know, take classes. I, anytime I would hear about a class taking place, I would um, take a class. A lot of people don't know this, but I actually started out airbrushing. Um, immediately after I got into makeup, I had went to Atlanta, the Bronner Brothers show, um, mm-hmm. and that was in Atlanta. That was, um, I want to say, August of 2007. I went there with Evie, and while I was there, I met Sheila from Cat mm-hmm. Cosmetics. I was going to say, that offered, was the time uh, it was the Cat f- was coming down. That was the time Cat was yeah, coming down doing the airbrushing at the Bronner Brothers show. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I saw them airbrushing, and I saw that they had, like, a free seminar in one of the, you know, one of the spaces there, um, and, you know, I signed up for it. I went, and I was inspired. So, you know, back then, an airbrush kit was, like, about $1,000. Mm-hmm. So I called my mom, and I'm like, look, I need to get this because there ain't nobody in the DMV area that's airbrushing right now. So, you know, I was like, Mom, can I put it on your credit card? So I put it on her credit card, and I asked Sheila that day if I could sign up for, you know, another class, like maybe a hands-on class. And she said yes, that they would be doing one in New York soon. So I paid for it while I was there. <laughs> and, you know, I put that on my mama's card, too. <laughs> and uh, maybe about a month maybe about a month later, I took the class in New York, and I came back to D.C., Area and I was airbrushing, so I got known as the guy that spray painting makeup. Oh wow! <laughs> well, you know what? Back <laughs> then we didn't know each other because I was airbrushing like 2003, something like that. Oh yeah, but you oh, know, wow. you know Suzanne Patterson, though, right? Yes. Yes, that's I trained with her with airbrush. Okay, cool, cool. That's, yeah, that's back when they were certifying airbrush makeup artists. Then. Oh wow! They're not doing that much anymore. Yeah, that was a long time. That was a great, you know, I think airbrushing is a great way to start. Yeah, well, you know what? It's like the makeup blends itself as it goes on to the face. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it's just like uh, I haven't airbrushed in a while, though, because I kind of learned later on that to really to go in and shape and sculpt someone's face out, yeah, um, yeah. I found that creams worked so much better for me. Um mm-hmm. But sometimes some jobs call for airbrushing, and I think it's just another tool to add to your repertoire, you know, things that you do. So I'm actually this week. hmm? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I I was just going to say, actually, this week I have set up meetings with Sheila from Cat Cosmetics as well as my good friend Nikki Posley, who actually educates for Attempt To. And I'm going to be, you know, meeting up with them and taking uh, one-on-one classes with them to, um, you know, kind of build back up my strength and, you know, with airbrushing. That's a good mm-hmm. idea. 
that's a really good idea. I think it's a tool that every makeup artist should know how to do. I mean, you don't have to specialize in it, but you yeah. at least know how to do it and have the equipment. Exactly. Exactly. It's like another brush. In your makeup right. brush kit. That's the way I look at it. That's all it is. A more expensive <laughs> one, but you know. It just ain't no contour brush, honey, because it's hard to right. contour with those. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a serious contour going, uh, I don't think airbrush is your way. But, you know, you, know, you, have, you stated earlier about sculpting the face out. It was hard to do with the airbrush. But, you know, and you find that using your creams better, which they are, you, you know you can always do that first with the cream, and then follow that up with the airbrush. And go back and airbrush over top of it. Yes, uh-huh. Yep. 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 Yeah, and then maybe that's a, little a good way of not of not seeing, being able to see harsh lines as well, being able to smooth that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, blend it right on out. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Rennie? The DMV is representing on this phone line. I'm here to tell you. I love my DMV. Yes, they are representing. When I tell y'all I love the DMV, I absolutely love the DMV. That's part of the reason why I had to move back to the East Coast. I I spent about six months in Los Angeles. That's the reason why I'm in New York. I, I am an East Coast kid. Now, let me tell you, I got nervous when I stepped outside to run to the grocery store today. And it felt like it was like forty degrees outside. Yeah. I was like, "Uh oh, wait a minute now." Wait a minute, did I make the wrong decision? I, said, I don't know if I bargained for this. But look, but but at least you're used to it. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, you don't, yeah. I think I'm a little used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I'm going to have to go back to my house in DC and pick up my coats. <laughs> You better buy, buy a little light jacket just for your trip to D.C. because it's a little cool too. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, so speaking of the phone lines, I'm going to take our first caller. I was going to do the calls a little earlier today. Okay. We'd like to get everybody in the pop on the area. Hello? No. Okay. Well, maybe they don't want to talk. So just want to remind everybody that um, if you want to talk, if you want to ask a question or make a comment, press the option. I believe it's option number one to speak with the host. If you don't want to talk, don't press the option. All right. Moving on. Let's see what this is. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's calling? Hi. Hi, this is Alice from Freeport, Long Island. Hi, Alice. Hi, Hello. Alice. Hello. Hi, Rennie. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, I'm amazing. How are you? I'm great, and I'm so glad I got through to speak to you. Um, my question is this. Um, when it comes to basically giving it all up, um, right now I'm working mental health, but my passion is makeup, and I really want to go for it. But I did get hired at a makeup counter, but I'm just afraid to let go of the mental health to work retail 24-7, well, basically on weekends and all day, every day. Is it worth doing it, or should I just stay mm-hmm. freelancing? Let me tell you this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, this is what somebody recently told me. Well, one thing. I know when I was supposed to move, 
mm-hmm. um, from L.A. to New York, I had um, I had all of my clients in L.A. to come to New York and work. And I knew that I couldn't have both faith and fear living in my heart at the same time. I had to choose one or the other. So I chose to step out on faith and come back on the East Coast to New York. So I said that to say to you is that, you know, if, if, if you're going, if this is, if makeup is something that you think about when you first wake up in the morning and it's yes. something that you think about when you go to bed at night, then yes. that is what you're supposed to be doing. And I know that's you right. cannot, you cannot have fear of going out and doing it and faith that you're going to make it in it at the same time. Not only that, but I had a student come to me after she heard my story at my class last week, and she said to me, you know what, Rennie? She said, I'm so glad that you stepped out on the edge of the cliff and you let go. And I said, well, what did you mean by that? She says, well, when God leaves you to the edge of the cliff, you're to let go. Only one of two things that can happen. Either A, he's going to catch you if you fall, or B, he's going to teach you to fly. Wow, that's amazing. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. If, if, if in your heart of hearts you feel like you're supposed to go out there and do makeup and it's something that you're passionate about it, honey, fly. Do it. Yes, I am going to do it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for the advice. Have a good night. Good night. Right, you Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. I wish you well with it. Thank you so much. I'm A1 Makeup on Instagram if you ever want to see me. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> A1 Makeup. Yes, ma'am. Love Bye-bye. you, too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. That was short and sweet, Alice. So I'm going to just go grab another one while I'm out here. Okay. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. Let's see. Hello. Hello. I wonder, do they know they're actually on when you say hello? Uh, they should. All right. One more try. I thought I heard Hello? Yeah, hello? Hello? Hi. Hi there. This is Nigel calling from the Bronx. Hi. How are you? Hey, Nigel from the Bronx. Hi. It's so lovely to meet you. <laughs> It's, Hi, it's amazing to talk to you. Um, <laughs> oh, I wonder, my question you. was to you was, I've been in to makeup for a while now. Um, it's been for about six, seven years. Um, okay. And I've had numerous of job interviews um, with companies, and it just seems like I always get to the last one. If something happens, mm-hmm. the devil always works. How do you just keep on pushing because I have an interview Friday, and mm-hmm. just like you said before, I'm fearful to go because I don't want to be rejected mm-hmm. again. Um, but it's another side of me that just says, Nigel, keep on pushing. Just do it. Okay. So, so what should I with do? With that, change your perspective on it. 
knowing your heart that you are going to get that job and don't look at all of those other people that, you know, where the doors may have closed or they may have not hired you. Look at that as places where you weren't supposed to be anyway. Every time okay. a door closed, and maybe that wasn't a lane that you were supposed to go down or, you know, you didn't know what was on the other side of that so-called may have been opportunity. So the the interview that you're going in for tomorrow, maybe that might be the place that you were supposed to be at. And I said, well, one door closes, knock on another, knock on another. And sometimes you got to build your own door to walk through. Okay. I would, de- I would so definitely take don't that. look at all those definitely. as, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, don't don't look at all of them as rejections. Look at it as, you know what, that wasn't the lane I was supposed to go down. I was supposed to, you know, NARS, maybe you were supposed to be at Estee Lauder. If it was Nordstrom's, maybe you were supposed to be at, you know, uh, 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 Barney's. You know what I mean? Okay. So just try okay. other places. I Until somebody thank says you yes. so much. Thank you. So, it really, thank you I'm so really much. I'm pushing because you really do inspire me. I watch you. Every step of the way, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. So I really do appreciate the time to talking to me. You really made my night. You really did. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. I wish you well with your interview and pray about it. And if it's for you, it's going to be for you. Um, and if not, keep trying. Keep trying, okay? Thank you so much. Have a blessed night. Thank you again. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Now, she mentioned you know, Instagram, some social media sites. Ray, how has social media or what has social media done for your career? Um, for my career, um, you know, I would say I, the thing about social media is that I've used it to connect with my fellow artists as well as brands. Um, and it has helped me in such a way where, it has put me on a larger platform to do what I feel like I was called to do. And I feel like aside from makeup, I was called to um, inspire people and help them out and to teach. Um, That's what I felt like my true calling was. I always say that, you know, my love for makeup and my passion for beauty helps others to walk in their purpose. And I Mm -hmm. just feel like, you know, um, Instagram and social media helps me reach a, a broader audience that otherwise, may not know about me. I feel like social media gives us the opportunity to call ourselves a brand where, you know, earlier today I was in my kitchen and I was uh, depotting my black opal foundation sticks and I was putting them inside of a, you know, a makeup forever empty flash palette. And where normally mm-hmm. I would just be somebody that was depotting my foundations. Well, when I make a video about it and I post it, it's now become a part of my brand. So I feel like social media has helped me in such a way where the stuff that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, I'm able to put it out there and make it a part of my brand. So I feel like that's where I've used social media, you know, to my advantage. Um, And that's why I feel like everyone really has the opportunity to use it for the same thing. Um, I I know different people out there use it in different ways, um, but I really, my core to um, being on social media is to, um, inspire people as well as to connect with my fellow artists. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm in for so- social media for, connect with brands, yeah. connect with artists, um, and inspire people. Gotcha. Well, you mentioned Black Opal. Uh, what would you say mm-hmm. are, like, maybe your maybe your top 
five must-have products? Oh, my top five must-have products. So um, I love Black Opal Foundation. Like, I cannot go anywhere without it. Uh, but, like, that's the core of my makeup is Black Opal. I like Ket Setting Powder, um, Ket Cosmetics, uh-huh. their setting powder. It's out of this world. It's amazing. I don't care what kind of foundation you use. You can use that setting powder to set the foundation and then not change the color um, of the right. person's complexion. Um, that is so true. I like this highlighter. I like this highlighter from um, Fashion Fair Cosmetics. It's called, uh, uh, what is it called, Beauty Lights or Fashion Fair Highlighter and Golden Lights or something. I think it's called uh-huh. Golden Lights, but it's a, it's a highlighter from Fashion Fair. I love that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Well, it's not fair because you said, you know, five products. But I have this one <laughs> little case that holds 50 lipsticks. <laughs> it, it, it's this one case that holds 50 lipsticks that I actually got. I think I saw um, that on your Instagram. From a friend of mine, uh, Nikki Jerome. It's amazing. So I have to have that. And what else? A really good moisturizer. When someone has, um, you know, not so good or, um, you know, uh, dry skin, you want to you want to really moisturize the face really good. So I like Embryolis. They had this moisturizer slash primer all in one that um, it's it's really good at moisturizing the face. But also, I find that the foundation really sticks to it well. And how many did I name so far? Oh, my God. That was one, two, three, four, five. But you can keep going if you have more. <laughs> uh, beauty Blender. Oh, yeah. So I was so against the Beauty Blender. I thought it made made artists lazy. But really? now oh, really? I've kind of created – yeah, I've kind of created some tricks that I like uh-huh. to use the Beauty Blender for. It's 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 some little tricks that I came up with. And I'm really into the Beauty Blender now. Um, it keeps it keeps so my I fingers the clean. Blender. The Beauty Blender <laughs> keeps my fingers clean because. <laughs> like, oh, but oh we're God. artists, though. I like to get in there and get dirty a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Look, my! That's God. why we're all black all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You almost have to. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. All right, let's oh see. We're going to try. Oh, oh one more oh, thing. Oh, okay. Breast mints. Breast mints. <laughs> yeah, you got, like, that people don't, that's one thing that I talk about in my classes is having mm-hmm. breast mints in your kit. You know, some artists doesn't, don't, they don't think about that. But, you know, that's part of the experience that you're creating. I talk all the time about right. when you're doing makeups for your clients. I don't think it, there's any difference between me and the next artist. I think, mm-hmm. you know, once you're good, you're good. I feel like the only thing that makes each person different is the experience that they provide. And if you're coming up in there and that breath ain't right, then, you know, you might be, you know, uh, uh, creating an experience that's not so pleasurable. So I always like to have breath mints on me. <laughs> right. I freak out if I if I don't have my breath mints. Yes, that is always good. <laughs> Somebody's gonna say he said bring have breath mints as one of your 
five things in your kid. <laughs> Hold on one second. I think. Wait a minute. I can hear my sister speaking, but I can't. Can you say it again? What did you say? I said not only do you need the reference for yourself, but you may also need it for your client. Yeah, because you don't want them ruining the experience. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> sometimes right. you got to offer them one, too. And sometimes and you know what? Don't, even even if you don't offer them one, just to, just because you have them sitting there, sometimes they may ask for one. Yeah, and but that's, I, you, and know, you from having an offer one anyway. Yeah, you know the thing about doing makeup, I always say this: is that you know um, it's so much more than showing up and slapping some makeup on somebody's face. It's right. actually an exchange of energy that's going on. Absolutely, right. that's perfect. You couldn't have said and it so better. sometimes to get that energy going and get it right, you gotta pop a mat. Oh God. <laughs> I didn't even want to go there with the clients in the midst because I had a couple of experiences the other day I didn't even want to talk about. I don't even want to mention it. Uh huh. But uh uh-uh, keep you're it right. clean. No, yeah, that's right. So have <laughs> So having some mitts in your kit, everybody, is, a, is the best thing. It's an and, essential, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's for you and for the client. It's an essential to the experience that you're creating. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're going to try one more caller. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's have another try. Okay, here we go. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello. Hi, Hi there. Can you hear me? Yep, yes, I can hear you. hear you. Hi, this is Rashida Williams, the Glam Doctor. Hi, Rashida. Hi, Rashida Williams, the Glam Doctor. <laughs> um, and my question is um, to Rennie. Um, first of all, Rennie, so nice to talk to you again. <laughs> so nice to talk to you. And I wanted to know, how do you um, – Did I have a two-part question. Did you ever have experiences where – your clients, which you consider like big-time clients, were not pleased with your work or pleased with your services or even regular clients. And how did you deal with that um, with regards to your confidence level, um, if you had those experiences? How did you deal? How did you attack those situations and and make a comeback from Uh, them? Okay, so I wouldn't say that I've ever had an experience where the client, you know, really didn't like my work. What I will say is that us as artists, we have to know that we cannot take it personal and, you know, each experience Absolutely. is different and sometimes sometimes we have to be pliable to, you know, um, the experience and learn something new from that client. I'll tell you, you know, I've worked with clients where they have, um, they'll talk about, you know, other products or other things that an artist before me may have used and, Sometimes you have to be willing to open yourself up so that you can learn a new, you know, trick or two and whatnot. See, the reality of it is this. When you're working with celebrities, um, especially everyone that I've worked with already, they have already worked with the greats that have came before me, like okay. your Sam Fines and your Valente Frazier's and your Billy B. Beauty. So they expect nothing but the absolute best. Okay. So... When I walk into one of those kind of experiences, I make sure, you know, I humble myself ten times. I check my, my ego in, not at their door, but at the cab that I got out of. <laughs> and 
and I just opened myself up to learn whatever it is that they had to teach me. Sometimes I learned some of my best beauty secrets from some of the celebrity clients. Um, But I will say this. Not everybody is for everybody. I have actually walked away from a couple clients where if I didn't feel if I didn't feel good or I didn't feel a good energy, see, I, I have to work in a space that you know it's all good vibes. I don't want to be in a space where it's uncomfortable for me or uncomfortable right, for them right. or anything because I don't want anything. You know, when, when like I said, make doing makeup is actually an exchange of energy, and when you're working with somebody and you don't feel good about it, you know, you leave and I'm like. You know, oh, I don't know if this is for me. Should I be doing this or what? No, it's that person isn't for you. That particular mm, job yeah. isn't for you. Maybe it should, you should be working with somebody else. And see, right. I ask God to send clients my way that they could love and appreciate and accept my kind of artistry and that I would love and appreciate and accept them as a client. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So not all money is good money. And sometimes, you know, we'll work with people. They'll be mean or rude or whatever else to us. And then we go back. We're signing ourselves up for abuse. We let them know that, hey, how you treated me last time. was okay. It was okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm back. So sometimes, you know, if you left with an unpleasant experience. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I've had some not so great days. And you have to take your ego out. And you have to ask yourself, was it my ego? Mm-hmm. Or was it just a bad day? Okay. Or, you know, maybe... Maybe my artistry just didn't speak to that particular client. And just learn how to separate, you know, all of that from business and keep moving forward. Because there's somebody going to love what you do. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for answering that. And for all those people out there who probably had that same question. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, and thank you for addressing them, too. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Wow. You know, it kind of goes hand in hand almost. I think Mm -hmm. it's important for makeup artists to learn about lighting a little bit um, because you want to know, like, you know, when you show up to a photo shoot, if the photographer is using more light, it's going to call nine times out of ten for more makeup. So, in other words, if they have a bunch of lights set up and that's what they're using on the client, the model, whomever, then you may have to apply more makeup because, once the flash goes off in those lights, it may be taking off about 30% of the makeup that you put on. It's going to see right through it. So when photographers use more lighting, you're going to need a little bit more coverage. So what happened with me was um, I was aware of that, and I knew I wanted to learn about lighting. Then I had also got a job with Mazzani when I was traveling all over with a good friend of mine, Crystal Wright, and we were teaching about marketing in different states for hairstylists. And when I would go to the different states, I would set up test shoots with different photographers and whatnot because I was so eager to get myself out there and build my book. Um, But sometimes I didn't always get the pictures back or I didn't get them back in a timely manner or it wasn't the kind of pictures that I really needed for my book. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to play with photography a little bit. So I was in New York one time shooting with a photographer. He was amazing. His name was Damon Hall Booth. And he did some photography for Makeup Forever, some of their ads and 
some of his work was in Sephora. And so I reached out to him, and I, I did some work with him. And while I was there, I said, you know what? I'm really thinking about getting into photography. So he was generous enough to hand his camera. He said, huh, take a few shots. So I took a few shots, and later on that night, he emailed me over the images, and he was like, you know what? Not so bad. I think you should, you know, try it out. And he sent me links to, like, the equipment that he thought I should get. So I went uh-huh. out there. I got myself a used Canon camera. It was a Canon Rebel, and it was used. I got that, and I got two continuous lights, and I started practicing. I would just play with the buttons in my camera, and two, I felt like the picture looked right. And it's crazy because to this day, I still don't know names of the different buttons on my camera. I just know <laughs> I play with them until the image looks right. And I take the shots, and voila. Wow. You know, I play around with the camera, but I don't, you know, I don't really try to, uh, I don't use it the way you use it. I like to, okay. uh, you know, I like to just, I really, I really like a shooting live performances, but um, oh, I don't hey. do you do. Yeah, I don't do what you do with the camera, but um, I think it's a I think it's a good mm-hmm. thing to know. Thing yeah. to know. I agree. What, I agree. And you know, all, all I'm really doing is taking pictures of my makeup. Right, right, right exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what um what motivates you? What motivates me as far as what is makeup? Mm-hmm. Or just in general, in life, in general, just what motivates you? You know, I think what motivates me is the circle that I keep around me, my really close friends that are around me, my manager, E. Rodney Davis, um, Sam, um, you know, who's a good friend of mine, and, um, you know, Evie, she's like my sister, the one I worked for at the salon for over 13 oh, uh-huh. years. My mom, you know, my, I think I think my really close friends, my circle that I keep around me, they're they're they motivate a lot. And then also, every time I get on Instagram or I get on my Facebook or you know Twitter, any of my social media pages, and tells me that they were inspired. And I say to myself, Rennie, you got to keep going. Like if if somebody's learning through my story that anything is possible and that God is very real, then you know, you got to keep doing this to show them yes. Right. Have you faced any challenges in your career that um, that has really actually helped you to be better? Um, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. It's really, you know. Um, when I experience different things or different challenges, I always, it's almost like um, I like to do this thing where I say I change my perspective on it or I rewrite that story. When I face different things, it's like, oh, God, like I can't believe this happened or, or you know, geez, I, you know, um, I didn't know it would have happened like that or it would be this way. But then it's like I, I changed my perspective on it. I said, oh, well, that happened for a reason. This was supposed to be this way. And I try to find the good in, you know, any of the experiences. Um, one recently, you know, when I moved to New York, I had a friend supposed to be moving with me. We were supposed to be roommates. 
And right before we were supposed to move, things were getting kind of shaky. And the person was telling me, like, oh, you know, I don't know if you should do it. I don't know if you really thought this all the way through. You know, you could go back to D.C. for a while and chill and everything. And I was like, oh, wow, that was my answer right there, that, you know, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because I could go back to D.C. and just chill and pop out and do a wedding here and there and, you know, um, do some of my celebrity clients whenever they call me. But, see, I knew what that was like. I knew what it was like to be comfortable. I wanted to become uncomfortable. I wanted Mm -hmm. to put myself in a position where I would have to hustle, I would have to work, I would have to find new work, I would have to build new relationships and really just trust in God. And so I did it. Well, when I told my friend that, he's like, oh, my God, you know, know, I'm coming, you know, I'm I'm moving, you know, I prefer. So I moved right away because I was afraid that if I did go back home, I would have been very comfortable in my environment that I'm very much so used to. So I moved, and I was here, and about two weeks before they were supposed to move in, all of a sudden I started experiencing all of this distance. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, what's going on with this person? So, you know, Mm -hmm. I called my friend up, and I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, what's up? What's going on? And, you know, that's when he told me, he said, oh, um, you know, I, I didn't know how to tell you this. And, you know, I wanted to tell you to your face, you know, but... I'm not going to be moving anymore. And the reality of it was, was that when we went apartment shopping, we went apartment shopping together and we found a space together and I got a place that was bigger than what I needed to accommodate them. So I was hurt. I was confused. I wasn't hurt that my friend chose not to move to New York. I was hurt that they chose not to communicate that with me. And it took me maybe about a good three days to kind of get over it. But then what happened was I changed my perspective on it, Mm -hmm. and I rewrote my story. See, Mm -hmm. my perspective could have been that, oh, my God, you know, this person left me out here to pay this rent on this bigger place that I didn't even need, and, you know, I'm hurt, this, that, and the third. But I said, no, they did what they felt like was right for them, and Mm -hmm. I moved out here because that was what I felt like I was called to do next. And you know what? That extra square footage that I have, that was mm-hmm. supposed to be used for my studio space. Exactly. Exactly. And so you know what I did? Honey, I ordered me a little table from Target, <laughs> and I ordered this light thing. I ordered this light thing. Um, what's the people call it? It's, it's, it's uh, Vanity Hollywood light, and I put it on mm-hmm. top of the table, and my niece painted me this picture of my logo. And in that area where my roommate was supposed to be, that became Mm -hmm. my makeup studio. Nice. So my perspective on that became God intended that space for Mm -hmm. me to set up shop. Mm -hmm. And you're going to hustle to pay the rent. So, you know, you you chose faith, not fear, right? So then you keep moving in faith. Exactly. And the thing is, it's... It's it's always first of all speaking to the uh, you know wanting to be uncomfortable, you have to shake things mm-hmm. up a little bit, and this is for somebody out there. But you have to shake it shake things up a little bit in order to grow. You cannot Absolutely. grow doing the same old comfortable thing. So no. for all those people in order out there to get who, something who new, you have to do something you never done. Absolutely. So for all those people out there who may be fearful about about change or, you know, who may be fearful, you have, in order to grow, you have to mix it up. You have to. you got to try it. 
even if it doesn't work out, so what? It just doesn't work out. But at least you have no regrets. At least yeah. you said, I at least tried it. And trust me, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out. You rather a life of oh well than a life of what if. Exactly. Because even if it doesn't work out when you plan for it to work out, then maybe if you change your perspective, then maybe that means that something better is going to happen for you. Come on, now you're preaching. <laughs> don't get don't get you know, us started. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, somebody has to preach because it, it, to me, it just seems like there are a lot of people out there who have who you know they have this passion to do makeup, but everybody's afraid. Everybody's looking to the next person. And trust me, there's nothing wrong with having role models. I think we all need role models. But the thing is, you, what you got to oh, realize is your, your role model stepped out. They did something. So that's all you have to do is mm-hmm. move, do something, do something, mm-hmm. whatever it is to you know that pertains to your career. Do something, try something, mm. and trust me, the next step will come. Even if you don't know what it is, it doesn't matter. Just do something. That's so I remember um, when I had first met Sam. And he asked me, you know, what was I doing? And I told him, you know, I was working at a salon. I was an assistant. And he said, Rennie, how are you ever going to live the life that you're supposed to live if you're somewhere shampooing? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, Sam, the way my mortgage is set up <laughs> around the first of every month and then the way my car note is set up around the 12th or 15th of every month, like that still has to be paid. Right, right, right. And then I thought about it afterwards. I was like, oh, my God, he's absolutely right. Like, I had I not decided, you know what, I'm going to step out here and do this, then I would have still been somewhere shampooing and not living my dreams. Right. Absolutely right. And I was was very much afraid, you know, at that time in my life when I chose to step out. It was, um, yeah, yeah. It's normal, especially when the, when the rent has to be paid or the mortgage has to be paid. It's normal to be fearful, but you got to get over it. Oh, yeah. No, honey, let's talk about when the rent has to be paid, the mortgage has to be paid, uh, and uh, or a car is in your mama's name, because that was mm-hmm. my situation. Mm-hmm. And I was in some credit card debt at the time. But it's great that you had that support system. Yeah. It's great that you have that support system. Because I can tell you about some debt and stepping out on faith in this in this industry. I can tell you about some real debt. And car, the car was in the, the apartment was in my name. The car was in my name. So that means I I was responsible for all of it. And I can tell you about some debt. Yeah, but, but you, you know what? So moving. you have to keep moving. And I think in, in my situation, it was like. I was more afraid of what if I fail, I bring people down with me. Right. See, mm-hmm. right now I don't have nothing in nobody's name. So when mm-hmm. I decided to pick up and move, right. I knew if I it's messed up, it, I will only be messing up myself. Right. Right. But I think I was more afraid then because I realized that, hey, if this doesn't happen for me, I'm messing up my mama too. Right. You know? Right. And she, but she wasn't going to let that happen. You know, but... <laughs> Mm-mm. She said she wasn't no. afraid at all. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let me go try another caller. 
see. Okay. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, this is Hi Kian. There. I'm sorry, what's your name again? Hi, Kian. Hey, Randy, this is Kiani. Hi, Kiani, how are you? Fantastic. I've just been listening to um, you all uh, go back and forth, and you know I am your absolute number one fan because <laughs> just the conversation that we've had right at a year, year and a half ago, I've completely taken all the yeah. information that you have put out into the world and that transfer of energy that you speak about landed on my heart Yes. so seriously that I oh. remember you saying, you will know, and I'm about to cry, but you will know when you are supposed to move when you're so uncomfortable where you are. Mm-hmm. That just made yeah. like, the most sense to me. I went back to my $45,000 job in my nice little office, and mm-hmm. I said, I'm taking my two weeks' notice. I cannot do this. I will not be in the same place next year. I refuse to be here wondering, wishing, praying, hoping for an opportunity. And when you state it, sometimes you have to make your own opportunity. I've decided I want to create yeah. my own opportunity, pray it up to God. Yeah. Dreams don't it. work unless you do. Honey, sure let me tell you, you are such an inspiration to so many people. I follow you. Um, I've had the opportunity to do several celebrities in the past, you know, couple months, and it's gracious to me. But I'm, I'm so excited that I feel that you were really put here to speak on a level. Sometimes you want to hear God speak, but because his words are so silent and his movements are so swift, that if you're not calm enough to hear it, you'll miss it. But to be able to hear a voice that feels like that he's speaking through somebody else, for you to get it, somebody that you're observing to really get it. Can you get it, you know? And that, to me, is just so powerful. And I don't want to put that type of weight on you, but I I want to encourage you to continue to move through your adversities, continue to share your story, continue to live out loud. You know, the the corporate world is not what it once used to be when our parents were going through it. You know, the pensions and world and insurance plans and things, they're not as they were. You have to make your own opportunity. The life is short. You have to live it to where you can accelerate within it. The world is yours if you decide to take it and be mindful with the power that you have with that. So I want to encourage you to continue to stay prayed up, continue to move through your artistry because you move so many, and we love you so much. We just Thank I, I you. Just, I love you, and I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. Oh, it just makes, my, makes my heart glad, and I don't have anything else to say. I want to um, thank your host, too, for hosting you guys or ha- hosting you tonight because I think it's, it's very encouraging because somebody's going to wake up tomorrow and they're not going to want to move. But this might give them the right. opportunity to right. say, put one foot in front of the other and move toward mm. whatever goal it is that, you, that you're dreaming up for yourself because we're all God's children. He has a plan for all of us. You have to be comfortable to know that he has you. If you can stay prayed up and you can let him yeah. know what needs in your heart are, 
he can move mountains with pointing his fingers. So you have to stay prayed up, and I think that's what you encourage people to do. So we want to thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Laugh. Now let the church say amen. Aww. Thank you, Keani. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. <laughs> Appreciate that. And it's stuff Keani, like that. You know, what she doesn't realize is that it's... It, it, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually in Charlotte. I'm originally from a small town in North Augusta, South Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Rennie um, in Atlanta, Georgia, and the story is so unreal. We don't even have enough time. Um but maybe one day Rennie and I'll get a chance to share it. But long story short, I got a chance to work with Rennie um, in Atlanta and had no idea what Instagram was, had no idea who he was because I treat everybody as if they are a celebrity because they're God's mm-hmm. children. So um, I, I just feel so heartfelt because he actually took the time to have a conversation with me, and um, it was funny because he was like, girl, you need to get on, you know, you need to get on Instagram. And it was funny because I, you know, can't, hey, come in with, like, a, a very, very natural face. And, um, you know, just to see other makeup artists moving around and they're actually selling themselves to where you mm-hmm. knew exactly what they were doing. But I was still in my natural girl bank mode doing makeup stuff on the side, but not really, you know, not really feeling the energy that I was actually transferring to other people. And um, I, I just think just that, that, that short conversation that we actually had um, out of my almost 40 years on this earth, I think was one of the most memorable experiences um, I've ever had and probably one of the most um, instrumental in making me make a major shift in my life with really wanting Mm. to be something. I want to be something that's great. I want something my kids can say, my mom did this. I want my husband to be proud of what I'm doing. And... um, I think you just really have to take control of your own life. I mean, a lot of times we just move through and, and create excuses and things, and, you know, I, I've just decided I wasn't going to be that person anymore. And it's much easier said than done if you don't have a strong support system. I thank God for my husband because he really allowed me to take a year to see what I could actually make of it. And, um, you know, it's, you know, God is actually moving me, and sometimes I don't even know why he is um, moving the way he is, but I decided not to question that either because I don't feel deserving mm-hmm. of it. But um, you just I, walk into it. Just walk into it, yeah. So, wow. Now, are you on on social media anywhere now? I am. Um, again, literally the the weekend that I, I met Randy, one of the models that I was actually doing, set up my Instagram, <laughs> and um, it was is under love underscore Kiani. And I all of my, my so yeah, Kiani is K I A N I, and um, the rest of my social media is up under Makeup by Kiani. Nothing fancy, just right. just Makeup by Kiani, and that's again K I A N I. So um, that that's my testimony. That's my story, um, and I'm, I, I I just get I I just really get so moved just thinking about. The coincidences, and funny enough, three to four years prior to meeting Brittany, I met Sam Fine at Barnum Brothers, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is now, you know, those two are um, like icons in the industry. And Brittany, you probably don't consider yourself one, but because an icon is really designed for people that move generations, they have stories, and they move through their artistry. That is, you are the icon of our generation. So, um I can't tell you enough how to just be 
stay encouraged and stay, you know, stay prayed up. Continue to be humble. Continue to move through your artistry. Continue to whatever is moving you in this direction, continue it. Even if you don't think it is the thing you should be doing, once you pray on it, continue to move with that momentum in that direction. It is opening so many doors for so many, which is such power. Even if the people that you don't get a chance to meet face-to-face that don't have the pleasure, don't have the funds to actually go to one of the one-on-one classes, just that knowing that it's possible is enough to take people to the edge to where they can feel like they can fly. So, um, yeah, that's that that's where you are, sir. That's that's definitely where you are. Thank you. Thank wow. you. And you guys I, I, remember I, when I, you asked me what kept what keeps me motivated? Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize just that alone poured right into me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's stories like that gonna... that keeps me motivated. When someone says, Rennie, you know, you helped me through this and you helped me through that, that right there keeps me motivated. I was going to say, it's funny how, because, you know, with this show, one of the things that we really love to do or, or what we pray for is that people will be inspired. And sometimes inspired. a guest will come on, sometimes a guest will come on and, and you know, we're looking for other people to be inspired, but we want to being inspired ourselves. And I just think it's, it's an awesome blessing when everyone can share. Like she's calling in to make a comment, but basically pouring into everybody that's not only on this phone line, but that's out there online listening to the show as well. Um, and the tweet so, mm-hmm. Absolutely, the tweet yeah. I thank you, Tiani, for that. Thank you I very do too. much. And on another um, note, um, Rennie, Viola Nicholson says hello. She's listening to the show online. (laughs) (laughs) She's a sweetheart. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about your makeup, Vinny. Okay. What is your signature look, or what do you think your signature look is? You know, I would say I put a lot into the skin when I'm doing somebody's makeup. Um, I'm not really an eye person, and I always say my weakest is uh, uh, lips. I don't think I'm that strong at lips. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say I am um, I am heavily influenced by Sam Fine's work. Um, I it's his. Um, the iconic looks that he's created over the years, you know, really inspire me. And so I try to keep my work um, true to, like, very um, – um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, very classic beauty looks. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't I don't know how to describe my own work. It's It's funny, though, because people say all the time, I could tell your face. I could tell that was your work, you know. And and me at first I used to be like, oh my god, I don't know if that's a good thing. Now I'm like, <laughs> um, okay, I'm starting, I'm starting to grow and own and accept right. it, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that takes a while to to do that to be able to say, okay, you know, I'm so comfortable with my work, you know, it's okay that people recognize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at first I didn't know it was a good thing. Like, should they be able to tell? 
that, you know, it was something, is that saying that I do the same thing over and over again? Right, right. But then I realized I I was staying true to what it is that I do. And I think that's so important. Right. I think um, when it comes to makeup, that's a good thing, you know. Um, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. more so like I think with hairstylists, when people say, oh, you can recognize, you know, so-and-so's work because all of their clients look the same and all of their clients have the same, you know, that's kind of when it gets a little, you know, tricky. But yeah, I think with make with makeup, that consistency is basically what you really, really want. I think. Yeah. Look, somebody yeah, says, kind of a signature um, style. Exactly. Tanisha says, "Not good at lips. Lies. You need to stop telling yourself." And Rennie Vasquez, you need to stop telling. Oh. <laughs> Lies, you need to stop telling yourself. <laughs> no, I – you know what's funny? I was working with Golden Brooks yesterday, and mm-hmm. um, I suggested, you know, one lip, and she suggested another. We went back and forth with it, and um, I wound up putting the NARS trained blue on her lips, and she thought it would look good with a pop of something else in the middle. And I was like, ah, oh, I like it like that. And I just feel like, you know what it is? I feel like lips is something that's so subjectional. I feel like once the face is on, it's on. And from lips, like I'm a very nude lip kind of person. Like I have like a nude lip or a red lip. I'm not so into like, you know, colors and whatnot on lips. Um, And so, you know, when I was done, uh, one of the um, head people from TV1 walked in and they were like, oh, my gosh, I love that lip color. And so she decided to keep that lip color. And, and and even with Niecy Nash last night, I worked with Niecy Nash, and she had a dress. And I wanted a color-blocking situation going on, so I wanted her to wear a red lip, lip. And I was like, well, you know, you go with what you want because I don't think lips is, like, my forte. I don't think that's my strongest thing. And, and I, I do feel like this, though. As long as that face is kept basic and classic, you really could almost get away with any color lip. Yes. So I tell clients, hey, if, if you prefer to wear a chocolate lip, girl, go for that chocolate lip. Cause my, I feel like my job is really done, um, and, and that the, the the lip is just the icing on the cake. Right. Oh, true. Oh, so <laughs> All right, so catch the beat. Tell me how all of that started. Yeah. You know, um, on Instagram, um, maybe about mm, a year and a half ago, I just started hashtagging catch the beat. Like when I would be finished, when I would finish a face, I was like, oh, catch that. You know, and then it became mm-hmm. catch the beat kind of thing. So then I started gotcha. doing the hashtag catch the beat. Um, and I used to call my makeup classes. Um, I've been teaching makeup classes 2008. I started in 2007 doing makeup. In 2008, I had won a competition at Bennett Career Institute. And as crazy as it was, I um, it was my first, you know, big makeup symposium, and I won the contest. And Mr. Bennett had brought me back, you know, a couple months later to teach the look that I did that, you know, made me win the contest. And while Mm -hmm. I was teaching, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is really cool. And people started telling me that I was a natural at it. 
And so I immediately in the teaching um, classes, you know, it started off as small groups and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and different beauty schools would bring me in um, to teach, you know, a makeup class for them. And so um, just recently when I started teaching makeup classes by myself again, I decided to call it Catch the Beat. Gotcha. Gotcha. What is it? What do you think it is? And, and you kind of may have already said it a little bit in the um, the last answer when I was asking you about your signature look. But what do you think clients love about your work? You know what's crazy? I don't know that clients go back or love certain artists, you know, for their work per se. I think it's you. Does that make sense? You should repeat that one more time. You said you think it's. I think it's. I think it's you. I think it's me. I think it's you know mm-hmm. when a client you know hires you back. Um, I think it's it's you. It's it's the whole experience. Not so much good. the makeup per se. Gotcha. You know, I don't know. That's my own thought on it. You know, I mean, people say all the time, "Oh, I love my makeup. I, I love the makeup." But I, I truly feel like, well, you know, just about anybody that's an artist can do that. You know, I don't think I could provide anything that's extraordinary to anybody's face. I think it really is just um, it's coming along with the makeup, it's the experience that I provide, the little things that I do when I'm with the client. Um, mm-hmm. When I look at, I you know, clients that I work with, you know, I I was going to say, I, I really do. I look at Niecy Nash, for instance. She has for her all the time, who is amazing. And, oh, my God, I just forgot her name, but I asked her about uh, the artist Naima. yesterday. Naima. Naima. Naima is amazing. She's amazing. She does an amazing job with Niecy. I met her. She's a sweet girl. Um, and I asked her about her. But I feel like I don't provide anything that's extraordinary or different than what Naima does. The only thing mm-hmm. is the experience that she gets to have, you know, when she's with me or, you know, a, a different experience that she has when she's with me is amazing. Back to the phone lines we go. Here. <laughs> All righty. Let's try here. You know what it is? It's like you have What's to that? vibe with the person good. Absolutely. That's what I think. It, it, I think that has everything, you know, to do with it. Because like I said, there's so many great makeup artists out here right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, let's try. Hello? Hello? Hi there. Hi. I can hear you. My question is, Rennie, what advice would you give someone who wants to build up their portfolio? Who's calling? This is Cheyenne out of Virginia. Hi, Cheyenne out of Virginia. So my question is, what advice would you give someone who's trying to build a portfolio? (laughs) 
Okay, Cheyenne is like, look, I'm just, I'm, I just want to give you right. my question. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, Cheyenne, <laughs> here's my answer to that. Um, it's a couple ways you could go about it. I have the uh, fast way, the shortcut. Well, I'm not going to say the shortcut. I need the dead ends. But I have the fast way, and then I have the over-the-time way. So over time, you want to build up um, a relationship with different photographers in your area, around your area. And um, you want to kind of, like, go through, you know, maybe um, Essence or Vogue or Harper's Bazaar and look Mm -hmm. at the different photography. And you know that if it's made in that magazine, that nine times out of ten, it's pretty good photography. So when you're looking for photographers in your area, you want to make sure that their work speaks to the kind of images that you want. Mm -hmm. So you could ask them, you could reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I would love to test with you. You know, a test shoot is when everyone comes in and everyone's doing their, you know, um, donating their services for free so that they could have a great photo. It could come be with a, a makeup artist, a hairstylist, a wardrobe stylist, a photographer, a model, um, a manicure sometimes. Um, and you could test shoot, you know, when everyone is uh, doing it in exchange for a great photo. Another thing that you could do is go to a photographer who works is really great. You could say, hey, I would like to pay you for a test shoot, a paid test where the, everyone else might be donating their time because they need photos, but the photographer is willing to shoot, you know, for you for, you know, maybe a discounted rate. And see, okay. I believe in sowing seeds, and it's kind of like like the how I did it was I went around the D.C. area and I would offer photographers, like I would pay them to shoot the images for me. So what mm-hmm. that did was sow a seed into them. I didn't come to them asking to get the photos for free. I was willing to pay for it. So once I shot with them, now they were calling me to come do makeup for them. See, the reality of it is is most good photographers that are worth shooting with, they already have a team of artists that works for them. So if you go in telling them, hey, you know, I would love to shoot for you. I'm willing to pay. You know, how much do you charge for one model, one look, or one model, two looks, and you go and pay for them their service, one day that makeup artist that works with them may not be available. So now that's mm-hmm. your foot in the door. Yes, thank you for that. So response. I think that's the best advice I could give which give you as far as, you know, building up your book. I hope uh, that helped. Thank, yes, it did. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. You too. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's calling? Hi there. Hi, my name is Kiaja. I'm calling from Miami. Um, Hi I just there. wanted to. Oh, it's nice and warm in Miami. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling because I just, I swear it was meant for me to listen to this tonight because you have been speaking my life throughout this whole um, session here. And I'm just so thankful and grateful because I've been hearing so much expiring things because I'm I'm going through a big change in my life and I've been being very fearful. Even with my whole career as wanting to be a makeup artist, I've been being very fearful and um 
I just felt like it was really meant for me to listen to this tonight because you gave me so much um, knowledge and inspiring words, and I'm just so grateful that I tuned in tonight. Well, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. Yes, I just I just love you so much because you are such an inspiration to everyone who looks up to you. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Have a good night. You, you too. too. Thank you for and calling. And good luck with everything. That's right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Gonna try. Gonna try one more. Yeah. Hello. All right. Anybody out there want to talk? Let's see. Uh, let's try one more here. Hello. Hello? Hi. Ah, I got through. <laughs> I just called. I was listening to you guys on my computer. I said, let me call. I wasn't going to call, but I said, let me try and give it a call. Hi, this name? is Nick from, my name's Nick. I'm from Chicago. Well, I'm from a small city outside of Chicago. Hey, that's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> so my question <laughs> is, hey, Rennie, my question is, um, like I said, I live in a small city, about three hours away from Chicago, and I'm really getting extremely motivated to break myself into the beauty world of Chicago because I didn't realize how big it was. So um, I've taken to Instagram. I've made one good photographer friend and one other makeup artist who's up there. She's been kind of helping me. But I'm trying to figure out the best way to set my footing so that I can kind of break into the makeup world in Chicago I don't know how I'm going to go about it because Chicago's a lot faster than where I'm from, so I'm kind of on the fence of what I should do and how I should go about it. Really? You know what? I think, hold tight, I think this call may have dropped. Hold on one second. You should be calling back in in a second. Is is this painted by me? Yes. Okay. I see you on the chat. <laughs> Hold tight. I think we lost him. Let's see. Okay. Can you repeat your question again? I'm just trying to figure out how I can break into the beauty industry in Chicago because I'm from a small area outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, I don't want to step on anybody's toes because I'm not from the area and I've been kind of commuting back and forth. But I'm just trying to figure out how I can make my stance and become more noticed in that area. What do you mean by you don't want to step on anybody's toes? Because I believe that me, with me doing makeup, God has his own path for me as far as what I'm supposed to be doing. And mm-hmm. I don't want to go about it the incorrect way. I don't want anybody feeling that I'm trying to overtake what they're doing but I gotcha. want to kind of insert myself, like, hey, I'm here, too. I'm willing to work, too. So that's mm-hmm. what I mean by that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, keep that in yeah. your heart. It's, well, keep that in your heart as you're moving through it. I got right. disconnected. Sorry, I'm back on. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, I missed the question, but all I heard her say was she doesn't want to step up on people's toes, and she has it in her heart, and her message that she wants to get out there is that she's just trying to make her own way in the industry, too. Yes. Did I get it right? You got it right. <laughs> okay. So I think as long as you keep that in your heart and you move in that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show itself with what you do. 
as long as you keep that in your heart and you move with that in your heart, then that is exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Because I'm in that situation where, like, I'm trying to get over the fear of stepping out. Like I stated, I don't live too far from uh-huh. Chicago, and I have the uh-huh. rent and all the car notes, and I have a pretty good-paying job, and it's like, but I really love this makeup thing, and I want it to work so bad. But it's just... Well, how long have you been working in makeup, or how long have you been practicing in? I've been practicing since 07, but I actually started taking it serious about two years ago, maybe a year and a half, and I've made Uh some good strides as far as building my clientele, but the city that I live in, makeup is not as prevalent. People want their makeup done, but then they're not as uh, loyal as if you go to Chicago or if you go to New York and different places like that, that they constantly keep their makeup done. So it's a little bit harder for me where I'm at, so I'm like, well, I'm not too far from Chicago, Maybe I can set my foot in right. there and get a build a clientele there, but I'm trying to figure out how I can go about doing it the correct way. Let me let me ask you this. Okay, so um, let me um, ask you this really quickly. Um, the job that you do now, what is that? Your great pants job you talked about. I work for Caterpillar. It's a manufacturing company located uh-huh. in Peoria. I work for okay. them. I do a lot of logistic type of work. And it's a okay. good job. It keeps the bill fake. I don't have any kids okay. or anything like that. It's just okay. the fact that I've always been able to take care of self. And if I just up and leave and go to Chicago, I don't know. Got it. It's just scary let me, for let, me. Let me offer you this little bit of advice, and I'm glad um, you mentioned your job. Let me offer you this advice before you decide to just, you know, pick up and leave. Now that you know what you really want to do, if you really Mm -hmm. want to do makeup, that's great. I do encourage you to just step out there and, and, you know, and move to Chicago and do it. But before you do that, please come up with a plan. Because you have that that good-paying job, take advantage of it now. And really start saving your money and, and, you know what I mean, and just come up with a plan for when you move to Chicago. Okay. Okay. Like, I, I know you really want to do right. it, but you have a you have a little time to, to really get yourself together because, I mean, there are a lot of people who want to do this business who didn't have that great paying job before they started. But because you do, please take the time to plan your move. Okay. And sometimes things aren't going to go according to your plan. But try to save a little money because there may be a situation, there may be a time when there's some downtime and you're mm-hmm. going to need to fall back on something. So while you have it, you know, plan to save it. Okay. Yes, save up for it. Uh, how far do you live from Chicago? I'm about three hours away. So I definitely a I've, drive. I've made a friend. Yeah, I've made a friend who's a really good photographer, and I met him on Instagram, and I just contacted him like, hey, I'm willing to work for free. I just need to build my portfolio. And he actually contacted me right. back and was like, hey, do you want to drive up here? So I'm willing to commute. It's not an issue for me to drive back and forth for three hours. It's just trying to figure well, that's out exactly how, how you do it. That's exactly how you build That's exactly how you build your book. I was going to say, you could, if you could commit to being in Chicago on the weekend, then you could start your transition that way, going back okay. and forth to, you know, back and forth from uh, wherever you live to Chicago. That's how I did it, um, you know, uh, before I moved to L.A., I was flying back back and forth out there working with different clients. And before that, I used to get on the train and go back and forth uh to New York. Okay. Okay. And do you know do you so know that's any kind of a way uh, makeup... how you make a per- I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no problem, no problem. Nick, do you know any makeup artists in Chicago? I actually met one over Instagram and I talked to her this past weekend. 
and she was kind of letting me know different things that I could do. Um, okay. And she's the What's only one name? that I know of. What's her um, name? Uh, her name's Yogi. Yogi. Do me, do me a favor and research Dita Massey. Could you spell it for me? It's D-E-I-D-A. And her last name is M-A-S-S-E-Y. And also Trophina. And when you when you get in touch with Dita Massey, let her know I referred you, and uh, she should be a great resource. And what's your name? I'm sorry. Denise Tunnell. Okay. <clears throat> I'm so glad I called. I wasn't going to call. I'm so glad I called. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. And what was the name? You. Wait a minute. Before you go, what was the name? How do you spell the name, Rennie, that you mentioned? Trifina, T-R-I-P-H-I-N-A. Your phone cut out. I didn't catch it. Um, it's Trifina, T-R-I-P-H-I-N-A. She's amazing as well. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a good night. You too. Good night. Rennie, last two questions you go. Is there anything... Oh, I'm that... fine. You can ask me some questions. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you um, that you would like to do that you uh, haven't done already? Is there anything that I would like to do that I haven't done already? Yeah, um, and this is just a life question. It doesn't have to be makeup. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, I I want to. I have something major that's coming up that I can't talk about just yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited, and I'm going to first release it on my blog. Um, I just thought of a, of a blog. It's RennieVasquezBlog dot com. Um, and I'm really excited about this certain thing. It's something that I've been doing now. And I finally said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait for the perfect time. I'm just going to bust out and do it. (laughs) So that's something. And then another thing is I'm actually working on my coffee table book. Okay. And so I know that's something that's going to take me years to finish, um, but I've already started in the developing stages, you know, where I'm, I'm shooting my images for it. I've already shot a couple of my celebrity clients, and we haven't talked about it um, because we're saving it for my book. Nice. All right. So that's something you know major that's in the works and that I, that I really really want to do behind. You know, when I leave this earth, I want to leave behind something you know amazing that I will be able to inspire people you know, years to come. Um, I'm still inspired by Kevin O'Quan, even though he's not with us anymore. You know, I have his book sitting right here on my couch. Um, (laughs) um, And and I said, you know what, when when I leave this earth, I want to leave something behind. So that's my my big goal. Nice. Nice. And then the last question is, what is beauty to you? I'm sorry. What's what's beauty to me? What is be- uh-huh. 
Uh, beauty to me is so many things. Beauty to me is um, it's inspiring. It's confidence. Um, and it really comes from within. It's something that it, it just comes within. And I believe everyone has it. Favor, shout out your blog, um, social media sites, and how people can find you and reach you. All right, so um, Rennie Vasquez. Um, uh, I'm Rennie Vasquez on everything social media. I, I think that's <laughs> important for everybody out there to know, yeah. too. Like, whatever you are, be the same thing on everything. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if your name is uh, Rennie Vasquez, for instance, then you, I'm Rennie Vasquez on all of social media. Um, my blog is Rennie Vasquez Blog. Um, I think that's it. Like, you know, um, I think that's it. I hope everybody, you know, was inspired um, by listening to tonight's show. You know, I had a great time. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. You know, um, oh, I don't. I, it was, I don't feel like I deserve to be. Oh, I would love to. Um, <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is, you know, when we first talked about doing this, and you guys asked me to, I almost didn't feel like it was a space that I deserve to be in just yet, you know, especially after, you know, Sam Fine did it one week and then Valente Frazier did it the next. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I have nowhere near the years of experience that either one of them has, but I'm just so honored and grateful and humbled that you guys asked me to do this. But you know what? Sometimes it's not even about the experience or how long you've been in the business. Sometimes it's just all about what you have to say, and that's what Beauty Talk is all about. You know, when people come on the show, you know, you can't see how much experience they have. You don't know how much experience they have unless you really truly know them. It's just all about what yeah. they have to say. Yep. So you belong, well, in, you. you belong in this space. I appreciate space. it. You belong in this space. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, um, you. Rennie, for, for joining us, um, for just hanging in there with us, you know, after <clears> – <throat> last week and just trying to get you here. Um, so I really do appreciate you um, taking the time because I know you're busy and you could have been doing something else, but um, we definitely appreciate it. We definitely appreciate all the people who listened via their uh, online computers or on um, their cell phones or they called in. Um, Thanks for those who, who did speak up. Um and ask questions. I really do appreciate it. We had some great questions. We had some even better answers um, and responses. You have definitely been inspiring tonight. And um, I hope my sister didn't talk over you too much. She can once she gets started, she can really she can really go. But um, <laughs> no, she was great. She was great. I mean, she, she one thing great. she does have, and she has an opinion. So. Um, <laughs> so hopefully she didn't, she didn't, she didn't hurt you too bad. Um, you see how she no. does. You see, you see how she does. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, my so God. I, I know who's the good sister and who's the bad sister see? already. See? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear that you're coming to Atlanta soon, so keep us posted because we will show up. Oh, I would love to have you there. Yeah, I'll be in Atlanta on the 19th. And then I'll be in um, 
I'll be in Atlanta on the 19th, and then I'm in Detroit on the 26th, I think it is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really okay. excited. Um, a good friend of mine, um, MJ, who works, you know, for uh, Being Mary Jane, and she yeah, works Malika. with um, Malika, Malika James, uh-huh. yep. She's mm-hmm. going to be there um, with me. Uh, my assistant, Kenyatta, is flying in to be there with me. So we're going to be in great company, and we're going to have a great time. I, I'm so excited about it. I always have so much fun in that. Right? So. All right. Well, Beauty Talk Kiani's going to be there also. Kiani's okay. also going to be there. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Oh, Kiani from Charlotte. Yes, she's coming oh, in. Oh, great. All right. Well, yes, we'll see you yes, then. Yes. All yes, right. Well, see you then. You ladies have a wonderful evening, and I look forward to seeing you guys there, then at the trade shows, and um, have a good one, everyone. You too. Thank you so much, Renee. All right. Good night. Thank you. All right, Denise, anything else you want to say before we go? Just wanted to, of course, encourage everybody to follow us on Twitter. We're at beauty underscore talk underscore media. Excuse me. And then we're on, I may be saying this backwards, and we're on Instagram at beauty underscore talk underscore, I think we're, oh, God. You're right. Beauty Beauty underscore talk talk on Instagram. You say it. (laughs) On Instagram, it's beauty underscore talk underscore media. On Facebook, it's beauty talk online. So we couldn't get it consistent on all all of the social media sites. Um, and then on... And then also, last but not least, I have to keep pumping up my BBM, the uh, Beauty Talk channel on BBM. For those of you who do not have BBM, it's a great social network. It's a great way to connect um, with all of your friends, whether you're on iPhone, BlackBerry, um, Android, Windows phones, you can connect with all of your friends, all of your beauty partners, but also, excuse me, on BBM, they have channels, different brands have channels, and Beauty Talk has their own channel on BBM, and I'm stressing this because we're going to begin to give away um, different beauty products to our channel followers, so it's important that you follow our uh, BBM channel. If you don't have BBM, you can go out to bbm.com, download BBM on your smartphone, and follow our, our channel by um, by following our PIN number, which is C as in cat, 002, E as in Edward, B as in boy, 072. Again, C002, EB072. All right. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in, for joining us tonight, for hanging out with us on Twitter. And as always, see us back here again next week here where we'll bring another great guest for you guys for more inspiration, more information, more fun. So everyone have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.